yesterday on our Work in Progress podcast. Today we're going to be talking about hope, both the theory behind it and the importance of it in our lives. Kim, with all of her experience in positive psychology, will now be explaining some of the theories behind it. There you go, Kim. Thank you. So, uh, welcome everyone. Um, So, positive psychology, so the perspectives of positive psychology, there's a couple of definitions about hope. And they both come from a cognitive perspective, where one is about our thinking one of the quotes is about our thinking and one of the quotes is about our beliefs, what we believe and how hope is connected to that. Um, the first one is from Charles Schneider and that is the, that's the more the uh, cognitive perspective around thinking. Now, what Charles Schneider says, he, he links hope to our desire to achieve goals and he says that we all want to take the steps to get from A to B to achieve a goal even if we don't even realise we're doing that so that could be uh, reaching a goal could be something as small as kind of like making breakfast in the morning it doesn't have to sometimes I think when we think about a goal we think about a a big um, achievement but these are our daily going through daily life we all achieve goals so um so his definition, Charles Snyder's definition, is that hope is the sum of the mental willpower, which is agency thinking, and way power, which is pathways thinking, that you have for your goals. So if I break that down a bit, I'll take out the agency and the pathways, and hope is the sum of willpower and way power that you have for your goals. So if we think about willpower... Willpower is, we, we kind of like know that, I think, in day-to-day life. It's a well-known word. Um, we might have willpower to do something or not to do something. And um, it's kind of how much we believe that, we're, that we can do it as well. So that's our willpower, uh, motivation and belief. And then the pathways part of it, which is way power. The pathways thinking is a bit of a clue in the word there. It's not a word that we generally use, that way power, but there it is the ways, what ways can we find to do something. So pathways thinking is how many ways can we find to reach the goal? So very much hope for Charles Snyder is very much linked to goals. And then there's another definition, and this time it's by Christopher Peterson and Martin Seligman, whose work was instrumental in producing the Values in Action survey. Um, This is about um, characters, uh, our character traits. And one of the character traits that they proposed was hope, that we individuals may have the character strength of hope. And that character strength would be defined as expecting the best in the future and working to achieve it. And believing that a good future is something that can be brought about. And that can be found, that's a a definition from the via character strengths. So quite different, I think, those definitions. Again, very, very cognitive in terms of thinking and believing. And before I 
heard about those definitions before I examined hope from a positive psychology perspective, I guess I just thought that hope was something maybe that wasn't very tangible. And uh, yet these things that that's been talked about, like goals, I think goals are very tangible. What are your thoughts about that, V? Um, I think for me, hope is the most important word there is. So for me, it's always been a feeling rather than an academic theory. So I guess I'm more towards the Peterson and Seligman quote about it expecting the best. Um, yeah, so, so that's how I feel about it. Like I said, I think when, when I was a child, um, I'd listen to my parents' records and um, there was one song, Downtown by Petula Clark. And because it wasn't a happy childhood, there's a line in the song, when you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. And that song gave me hope that there would be a place where I could go, that I wouldn't be on my own, that I wouldn't feel so lonely. And then a few years later, uh, Fairground Attraction brought out a song called Find My Love. And again, that was a, a huge song of hope for me. And I actually met Eddie Reader the year before last now, the lead singer of Fairground Attraction. And in the, in the song, it's about hoping she finds the, the man of her dreams. Um, but for me, it was about the hope of finding people that would love me. So even in my lowest point, hope has been the thing that's kept me going I think how about you yeah and and I take on board what you're saying it that that whole feeling of hope and um yeah I I I, I, I think I've got a kind of a foot in both camps there because I I can I I can feel hope and yet I also like the the thought that it's linked to goals because a feeling can be kind of like, can be transient, so you might have it, you might not have it. Whereas uh, linking it to goals almost feels like you can do something about it. Um, as I said, I don't think I'd really uh, given much thought to hope. Uh, in fact, I think what I, my examination on myself and hope would be that I'm a positive person and uh, with the, the VIA character strengths, you can do um, a questionnaire and um, answer like, almost like a self-report on your, your character strengths. And my hope comes up is quite high. It's, it's out of the 24 um, categories and I, mine's in the top five is hope. So then that leads me to think, well, actually, is it that I'm a positive person or is it that I'm high in hope? And, uh, and I also agree with you that, you know, what you were saying about think hope gets you through. Yeah. It's, it, you're able to kind of move forward with hope. It's a, um, it's quite a, a movement. There's movement involved there. With, if you think about what it's like without hope, without hope is, for me, would be stuck. You'd be stuck. Yeah. And, um, I guess the opposite to it is despair. And I'm just thinking how important it is at the moment 
um, in 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 the world at the moment how important hope is yeah I mean I think a lot of people are feeling without hope they're hopeless at the moment feeling that nothing can change but really we can all still do so much we can't go out and hug people I know I'm really missing hugging friends but it is so important to hope that everything we're doing now is going to make a difference so I keep seeing this meme going around social media and it's not it's a person in a lounge looking quite grumpy and it says we're not we're not stuck at home we're staying safe at home and if you're used to going out and being busy all the time it's hard to focus and find hope that things will improve but I think for me although I've barely been out of the house since last March I've still I said although I'm missing seeing friends and, and hugging them I have hope that what I've done personally during this time will be beneficial when this is all over. I have hope that the relationships I've developed with people during this time will continue to develop. And I have hope that all the sacrifices we're making now will mean that things will be better by the summer, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, like it. Yeah, how about you, Kim? I think that when you were talking then what I was, what it triggered for me was about reframing and um, and if we think about you know how can we maybe increase our levels of hope um, there are ways and and I'll, I'll go into those in a bit in a bit but I, I was just reminded then of reframing because that was almost like a reframe that you did then it's like you can look at it this way or you can look at it another way um, and also that I think that hope gets kind of buried. You, you can have a level of hope and, and maybe other emotions come in and uh, overlay it. And I can definitely um, acknowledge that with myself. I think I've been quite hopeful along, along the way. Lockdown one, lockdown two and lockdown three came. And I've noticed the the different feeling that I have about this and I've needed to reframe into exactly what you've said is and then I thought actually this is an investment what we're doing is investing in the future yeah and when you invest um, you don't always get that uh, the benefit at the time do you and for me you know there were there was lots of benefits in the beginning um, I changed the way I worked um, and uh, made lots of different connections and connected in a different way. But just lately, I was I was thinking, yeah, I've had enough now. And it's like, well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So reframing it and, and thinking of the... Um, uh, hope really is positive, isn't it? It's a positive feeling. Yeah. So bringing in that hope again. And I think even just talking about it is making me more hopeful. Yeah. Do you think that maybe hope is considered a little bit airy-fairy, a little bit that there's no purpose to it, and so people don't put much strength in it, whereas really, if we didn't have hope, we wouldn't move on? Or do you think people think it's, or what does hope do? You know, does it achieve anything? What do you think? 
I think I think I think all of those things. I've had um, I've had clients that have literally said that to me um, on our positive psychology course. We started uh, working with Hope, and one of the um, participants was literally said that it's very it's airy fairy, and it doesn't, and it's quite annoying, and it's in and it's um, in the way that people use it. Or you know, you've got to have hope, and it's like, well, what is that hope? And again, I think coming back to that structure of uh, willpower and waypower. And there's a scale that you can use which actually identifies whether you are, how your levels are of waypower and um, willpower, which is quite interesting. Because if you're the kind of person that um, can, you know, have has lots of ideas, but doesn't actually get going, doesn't do anything with them um, that would mean that you are high in way power and low in willpower and of course you can be the other way around as well and um, have lots of um, find lots uh, lots of uh, willpower to do it but don't really get going you know they don't you can't find a way forward and I think it's really important because for me I think the link there is especially with the way power because if you haven't got hope and you're stuck, you can't find a way out. And uh, if you can be creative in your thinking and um, find different ways or explore different ways, now that's not always possible on your own. So you can get help with that. And I think sometimes maybe that's where coaching comes in, where coaching helps. It's just a you know, coach sometimes like a sounding board and maybe a suggestion of, you know, there are other, it doesn't have to be that way or that way. There are lots of ways that you can approach a, a situation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. So how do you think you've used hope for yourself? I can say without a shadow of a doubt that without hope I wouldn't be here. Um, I have always hoped for better and hoped that I would find what I needed and part of what I've needed I've created myself but I wouldn't have been able to get to that stage without having hope that things could change I mean there were times when I didn't feel when I felt that I had no control that I felt that I was incapable of doing these things, but I hoped that something would come into my life to change it. Um, and as it was, the, the change was my mindset. Um, but when you're not very aware of mindset, it's very difficult to think that that can change it. Um, so, yeah, for me, hope has been really important in, in so many things. I mean, like yesterday, uh, my partner and I were talking about uh, about money and about you know, we, we rent at the moment and he's got a good job, but because of the way that the, the country's set up, it's hard to save now. You know, even though he's got a good job, he his money pays the bills and things, but there's not enough money to save. And I said to him, I'm going to fix it. I'm, I'm going to earn enough to save a deposit. Now, for me, that's me stating an intention and I'm hoping for the best, but he's far more in the moment and practical than me and it's like no I don't don't think you can do that and I got very annoyed that he didn't 
believe that in me but then we talked about it later and it is he doesn't have a great imagination he doesn't dream big whereas I'm now of the mindset that I don't know if you've seen Rocky Horror Show it's back to the musicals link again but it this it has a song don't dream it be it and and I can't be it if I'm not dreaming it so I'm dreaming of the house that I own you know and I will work towards it I have hope that I can change the money I have now and build on it so yeah I would say that I'm a very hopeful person um, and he's not so much you know and that's just the way he is you know um, but yeah so I think hope is incredibly important how about you yeah I when you were when you were talking then I was thinking about um, visioning actually and and you said about dreaming and I'm thinking yeah that made me think of you know like maybe creating a vision board um, which is which is a practical which is um, uh, vision uh, and emotion and practicalities if you actually write it or you know um, do it as a, a creative activity yeah um, I think that Gosh, yeah, the more, more we talk about it, how important it is and um, how do we, if, if we're not, if we haven't got that hope, how can we, I mean, what do I, I'm just thinking about what do I do mm. with clients if, they, if there isn't much hope there? And I think, first of all, maybe acknowledging the rest of the, the other emotions that are there, because I do think that they... Um, as I say, overlay hope, that they, even if there's a glimmer of hope there, if you have some negative emotions, like especially loss, bereavement. And I think that's what happened with me lately. I just felt that, without realising it, I felt that loss of maybe control. Mm. Um, and uh, so that kind of like just covered over my hope for, for, a, for a bit. It soon came charging back up again yeah I, I tell you what helped that as well was connection and I think as I said before sometimes with hope it's quite difficult to do that on your own and um, you know reaching out to other people getting support I think is a is a really good way to increase hope um, so yeah as a coach then I think because I have quite a bit of hope that I can almost like lend some hope out to people yeah um, and I know you, you're the same as well we sort of like give out that give out some hope and of course then the important thing for both client and coach is self-care which is a come back to my little thread that runs through my work because if I'm giving out a lot of hope I need to recharge that and um, and it's one way for a client then to to build their own hope is you know making sure that they're in the best condition they can be so it's a really good starting point especially for motivation to look after yourself and and to build yourself up yeah and then the the way the way power is definitely about learning to be maybe more creative and see different pathways and again sometimes a trusted friend or professional can help you to do that yeah but I think we both agree that it is important really important and really important and um yeah so I guess you've heard us 
listeners, you've heard us chat about it. If there's anything, any questions or anything that you want to ask us, um, then get in touch and we'll go on to that later. Is there anything else you wanted to say, V? Uh, no, should we finish up with uh, our quotes related to hope? So what's yours this week? Um, mine this week is, happiness comes in cans, not can'ts. I like it. Mine is from a musical, oddly, um, and it's at the, at the end of Sweet Charity, a film called Sweet Charity with Shirley MacLaine in. It flashes up on the screen and actually... Sweet Charity, although it's not a favourite musical by any means, she epitomises hope. Um, so if anyone ever feels a boost, I would suggest watching that film because she is just, just shows how much hope has an importance, how much hope has on changing who we are or changing how we see how we are. And at the end of the film, it flashes up on the screen and she lived hopefully ever after. And... I just love that and I've often thought about having it tattooed on my arm. Yeah, that's that's lovely and yeah, quite different to happily ever after, hopefully ever after. So that's our episode for this week and we look forward to sharing with you again. Thank you for listening and um, please follow us on Instagram. Mine is kim.furnish and yours, V? Is Venus C-I-C, so V-I-E-N-E-S-S-C-I-C. And if you have any questions or contributions, please email us at a work in progress, which on our, uh, our email is abbreviated to awippodmail at gmail.com. And thank you to James Furnish for producing this episode. <laughs>